Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Well, welcome back to the Dwell Differently podcast. It's your host, Natalie Abbott, and I got my sister, Vera, with me. Yo, 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 yo. It's always my favorite time with Vera. Today and all month long, we are talking about confidence. I don't know about you, but I always feel completely confident in all situations. Vera, what about you? Highly confident. All the time. Most most always. Never insecure. Never Uh doubt myself. So that's what we're going to talk about. No. <laughs> uh, no, we actually struggle with confidence just like every other person and probably definitely every woman. Um, every woman I know in my life, you know, we, we struggle to be confident sometimes and to feel like we are enough or we are good enough or we are smart enough or... Mm-hmm. Um, successful enough or good enough mom or good enough friend or good enough daughter. And I really am excited about our verse this month uh, that we're memorizing together. It's Hebrews 10, 35. It says, so do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. It's just such a good verse. It's talking about the confidence that we have as believers, which is a completely different thing than the kind of confidence that we can have in any other way. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not the uh, confidence that we uh, where you got to reach down inside yourself and find find that confidence because um, that's impossible. Uh, it's <laughs> I mean it might it might work sometimes, but it's it's gonna co- it's there's gonna be a time you reach down and to try to pull your pull the confidence out of yourself and it's not gonna be there. Yeah, I just I feel like sometimes. You know, we sell ourselves a, a bill of goods in our society about what it means to be confident, and it comes down to us, right? And I don't know about you, but there have been so many times in my own life when I look in the mirror and I'm like, "You're a total fraud. You're you can't do it. You aren't. You actually aren't good enough." And I I feel like that's where the gospel meets us. That's where the good news meets us, that our confidence doesn't have to be in ourselves. Our confidence can be in Christ and in his goodness and in his being enough and in his righteousness and in his victory or success, in his status and his title, um, not in our own, not in our own merit. Um, so I am really excited about talking about this verse. Just to start us off, though, I want to talk about where the verse comes from, the 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 confidence that we're talking about. So it's in Hebrews, and we don't know who wrote Hebrews, but the author of Hebrews says in verse 19, therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain, that is his body, since we have a great high priest, Jesus, over the house of, of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with full assurance that faith brings. And it keeps on going about how we have been, how God has made a way for us mm-hmm. through Jesus, that that is where our confidence lies. And so it says in verse 23, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. So we have this confidence not based on ourselves mm-hmm. and the promise is given by someone who is completely 
faithful. So we can be unswerving in our confidence, in the hope that we have, which is Jesus. And so the reason that he's giving this is in the middle of all of this stuff that the church is going through at the time. They're persevering through a trial. Um, So that's our context. Mm -hmm. And I think it's beautiful because when we need confidence is exactly then. It's when we're going through a trial. So Vera, my first question for you when you're thinking about this confidence that we have in Christ, how have you seen the confidence that you have in, in Christ be challenged through a trial? Hmm. Well, I'm thinking about times that I have lacked confidence through a trial, and it's because the confidence was in myself. I was trying to rely on myself. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I I won't be good. I won't be good enough. I think that's a that's a big one for me. So like, I um, struggle with uh, performance. Like I want to give my very best all the time, always winning, always one hundred and ten percent. And so I struggle mm-hmm. um, when I re- am relying on myself to do that, and I come up short. I think that God's going to treat me the way that I see myself. <laughs> I think he's going to be like, well, that's not quite good enough, Vera. And it's just not true. <laughs> it's just not true. And yeah, and not yeah. because because I can do anything, but because of Jesus. Um, and I've, I've really seen this. Um, it's really been hitting home for me because right now I'm reading, um, I'm doing Tara Lee Cobble's Bible Recap. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you spend the first chunk of the year walking through Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and you're reading all of these requirements and all of these sacrifices and all these rules that you have to follow and how often the people are coming up short and having to sacrifice mm-hmm. and they're not good enough. They cannot uphold the law, period. Um, and yeah. I think about them and I put myself in their shoes and I would have been going to the to the altar constantly and trying to bring a new sacrifice. And, and um, I think about that and what it would have been like for to be these first Christians and to hear this good news. Hey, this dude, Jesus, was the dude like he came and he filled. <laughs> he was the dude. He was the dude. He filled all the requirements. Vera, he was perfect for you. He was 110%, you know? So he, um, when I think about that, when I rest in my confidences in Jesus and what he has done and the sacrifice that he was for me, then I just go up to things in a totally different attitude. Right. I step up against the giants in a totally different mind space. And so, yeah, that's that's how I that's how I've been thinking about this verse. It, it, it really relates back to these laws that I'm reading, and I'm like, dang, man, that was so intense. And thank God yeah. for Jesus. <laughs> uh, that you remind me of. Um, I was reading my Bible this morning about Gideon, and God sends the angel to Gideon, and he is hiding. He's they're in captivity. He's hiding and he's threshing his grain. In a, in a place, in a, in a hidden place, like where they used to make wine. And so the angel of the Lord meets him there and Gideon's like, oh, oh, you know, and he kind of <laughs> doesn't know who he is. And he's, he's taken aback. 
And Gideon, if you guys remember, is the man who God brings this this humongous defeat by. So all of their enemies, the ones that he's hiding from, he brings this all through Gideon. And when the angel of the Lord comes to him, he says, um, mighty warrior or valiant warrior. That's what he calls him. And you Mm. know what Gideon says? He says, I am the weakest. Our tribe is the weakest and I am the youngest. And I just feel like that is who our God is. He is the God who comes to you when you're like, I don't even know. It's too big for me. And I'm hiding from my mm-hmm. from my problems, right? And I'm trying to get away. And he says to you, you are a valiant warrior. And then he says that I'm going to do this thing through you. Mm-hmm. I am going to bring victory through you who are the least and the weakest mm-hmm. because I'm the one that's going to do that. And so I feel like when we look at a verse like this, we're talking about not having confidence in our own self. And it's okay for us to look at ourselves and be like, I am the weakest and the least, mm-hmm. right? That's that's actually true of us, right? There, there are so many things that I feel like God has done in my life, so many victories that he has given me or things that he continues to do that I'm like, I, and I know it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. And even like to prove his point with Gideon, he, he, he has like, 32,000 soldiers that are going to fight with him. And God's like, it's too many. So then there's they, he says to everybody that's afraid, you guys can go home. 22,000 leave. <laughs> so 22,000 people are also afraid, and they're like, out. And then you've got 10,000 more. And then God does this weird thing where he's like, I want you to have them go drink out of the stream. And, you know, some of them lap like a dog. And there's only 300 that do. And God's like, those guys, the ones that drink like dogs, that's – those 300 people are who is going to come and defeat this giant army that has been, like, oppressing you forever, mm-hmm. right? Just to prove the point that it's not your strength but mine. Mm. Just to keep you from 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 having a big head about it. Yes. You know? Yes. And so I, I look at these, these calls that we have in the Bible to be confident right? And and I think it when we take it out of our context of, of where it is, like if we were to take this verse out of its context, it would be so easy to say, so do not throw away your confidence. Like, ooh, that's mine. Mm-hmm. I own that. I should be confident, right? right. It will be richly rewarded. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, if you look at it in the context, your confidence isn't in you. Your confidence is like title for Jesus, mm-hmm. right? I look at that image of Jesus and it's like, your confidence written mm-hmm. over the top of him. Mm-hmm. That's my confidence. And when that is where my confidence is, I am richly rewarded mm-hmm. because I know that that strength, that righteousness, everything I need for the battle has already been given to me mm-hmm. in Jesus. Mm. He is my confidence. I love that. It's so true. Um and I have felt that way, just like you said. I've felt that way before where it's like I'm up against something. I'm like, there's no stinking way. There's no way. Yeah. And yeah. the Lord always delivers. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I feel like right now I have a, a situation in my own life that I'm like, I find myself regularly just like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I know I can't do this. It is too hard. And yet... The thing that that keeps pressing in on me, just like this morning, the reason that really spoke to me and resonated with me is because I am in the middle of a battle, a situation that I'm like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. 
And yet God keeps pressing in on me and saying, mighty warrior, Mm -hmm. I call you this. This is what I'm naming over you. This is what I'm speaking over you. Not because you should be confident in your own strength, but because you can be confident in me. Yes. So, and I think everybody needs to hear that. Like, I need to be reminded of that. Like, I'm I'm in this verse right now. I believe it. It's true to me. But I need to be reminded. Like, that's how God He has equipped me. I am a mighty warrior for anything He puts in my path. Yeah, yeah. So, Vera, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you most likely to put your confidence in besides Christ? Like, because we all like every day. We wake up backwards, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I wake up and everything is is reverse order of what it is, hopefully, when I went to bed the night before, mm-hmm. right? It's like I, I wake up every morning and I'm a complete and total non-Christian. Mm-hmm. I don't actually believe any of the things that I really believe because I have, like, they just, for, I forget them yeah. every morning. You got to remind I yourself. New, I need those new mercies. I need that. So what are the things that you know, regardless of whether you wake up in the morning or you forget throughout the day, like, what do you tend to place your confidence in? That's a great question. I think I place it sometimes in my spouse for him to, um, for Matt to Mm -hmm. be everything I need. Um, I think I also sometimes can place it in my own abilities and I'm, again, like just relying on my own skill and what am I going to do in this situation? Because um, that it'll serve me to a certain point, mm-hmm. you know, and but then then I feel empty. I'm like, why am I so right. irritated? Yeah, why sure. am I so whatever? And it's because I'm relying on myself. I think I, yeah, I think those are probably my two biggest ones is relying on Matt or relying on myself for my confidence. What about you? Um, I would say right now it has a lot to do with like the happiness level in my home. <laughs> you know, um, for those of you who are Enneagram people, I'm a nine on the Enneagram, which means that peace mm-hmm. is like my number one uh, motivator. So I want everybody in my home to be happy and excited. And I am so quick to internalize other people's emotions. So I really want everybody to be happy because I know that I'm going to feel happy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to feel confident. I'm going to have a great day if everybody else is having a great day. But any of you who have five children or one child or live in relationship with any person and don't live fully by yourself – you should know <laughs> that that is not a safe place to put your confidence. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you have teenagers because <laughs> they're grumpy a lot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like, though, that that is like a hamster wheel a lot of times for me is that like trying to mm-hmm. be enough for my people, mm-hmm. I would say, is like is, is maybe how I would put it, like trying to be enough for them to make sure that they're all happy. Um, and it's just not, it's just not safe. It's not a safe place. How do we, Vera, make a regular practice of putting our confidence in Christ? I mean, I keep asking you all the hard questions and then you just like sigh. I'm thinking, I'm (laughs) thinking, I'm thinking. (laughs) You're like, "Hmm." how do we make it a regular practice? (laughs) I think 
I went through a phase where my confidence was so crushed. Like really, 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 really crushed for about a year. And I've talked about that on here before. And it, it was out of that season that Dwell actually was born. But I would wake up and I had a sheet of things that God said about me. And this is also like, there's a lot of truth to these like affirmations that people do. But again, if the affirmations are all rooted in who I am and what I have to do, like I am strong and I am brave and I am confident and I am smart and all that. uh, Again, I'm going to let myself down, but I would read this list of affirmations uh, that were actually rooted in who God was. And so I'd wake up and I'd be like, this is who my God is. And I would read through based on scripture. They were scriptures, but I'd put my name in there and I would talk to myself about who God was and who I was. And there were like 30 of them. And I would just read it and I kept it in my pocket and I would pull it out all day long for a a whole year. And guys, if you are in that place right now, I'm telling you it's the best Mm -hmm. thing you could do for yourself is to speak God's word to yourself. Who is he? Who is this God? Tell yourself and remind yourself of who he is and what he says about you. That is like numero uno. I probably, it would probably behoove me to go ahead and make myself a new list and start doing it again. Because just just Mm because I'm not in that place doesn't mean I don't need those truths every morning. It's actually a, probably a slippier, slip, slipperier, a slippy, what's that word? <laughs> a slippy slope. It's a slippy slip slip. It's a slippy slopey. But like I'm in a place right now where I'm like in a pretty good, healthy, I'm in a healthy space. I probably just need to go ahead and take my medicine though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, or yeah. my vitamins, I yeah. should say. But, um, mm-hmm. and guess medicine. what? You know how many people I shared that list with afterwards? I shared it with three different people who like found themselves in the same kind of pit. And I'm like, listen, I already did the thing. Let me tell you, just tell yourself this stuff. It's just so, so, it's the most um, fulfilling thing to start the day with who God is and who I am or who he says I am. That's awesome. I would would also say um, I've been going through some counseling recently. And that's one of the things that our counselor recommended Mm -hmm. was um, doing affirmations. And what it reminds me of, so, so your brain like has these pathways essentially that you create and you're either going down this negative pathway and you create this rut that your mind always goes to of fear Mm -hmm. or insecurity or whatever it is. And that you're kind of training yourself every time you get into that path like oh no no this is the direction that you go and and it sounds kind of absurd to like say these things out loud and that somehow your mind is going to believe it but there's something proven where you actually do your brain when you say things out loud your brain says oh that's true so you just have to keep saying Mm -hmm. those things and that's kind of a practice uh, that we've been given but what it reminds me of is um, there's a parable that Jesus tells about a person who has these uh, has a demon living in them and Jesus says, well, if that demon is sent away mm-hmm. and then the person sweeps the house and everything is clean and tidies it all up, 
then seven more demons come because they're like, hey, wow, that's a really tidy house. I'm going to go live there. And unless you fill that house with the Spirit of God, you're just sending out the ba- one bad thing for seven mm-hmm. more bad things. So the idea is that that it's not just that we get rid of those negative thoughts or patterns or anxieties or whatever. It's that when we're replacing those things with God, mm-hmm. with the person and the Spirit and the words of God, that we are actually putting ourselves in a situation where we can find true healing mm-hmm. instead of just like, oh, well, I finally found relief from this one thing that I was struggled, struggling with, but now I found that I'm doing this other thing that I'm struggling with now. But the only way to, to really build that up is by replacing those negative um, lies or untruths or, or whatever it is that we, our, our fears or those kinds of things, hurts that we have with the healing and the power and the person of God. Totally. Um, the interesting thing, I do this with, with my kids too. Like I, I speak truth over them while they're looking mm-hmm. at themselves while I'm doing their hair in the mirror. And they're looking at them and I'm looking at them. And the first couple days my, my son did them, he was uncomfortable repeating what I was saying. He was like, didn't want to do it. Certain ones he really didn't want to say, the things that he was struggling with that I was trying to like speak truth over. He's like, I don't want to say that. And I was like, no, we're going to say this. It's true. And I'm going to say it again. And then you say it. And he kind of giggled through it. Mm. By the fourth and fifth and sixth day, it's like he's up. He is spitting it back. He loves it. He loves to stand up and say all of these things that are true about himself. Um, And Mm. so... I'm imagining that it will be the same for some of us. Like if it doesn't feel true, then you feel awkward, but you can't rely on your feeling. You have to rely on what is actually true and who God actually is and what he actually says about you. Yeah. Amen. So oftentimes we say that we believe something, but we don't know how to apply it. And I think this is such a practical way of taking the things that we say that are true the things we say that we believe, and actually applying them, speaking them over ourselves, Mm -hmm. speaking them over our kids, and allowing them to actually take root and make change in our hearts. Yes. Awesome. Well, Vera, we are out of time, but I love this verse. I love the idea that we would like hold tight to our confidence and that our confidence is Christ and that it, it has its own reward. Like, we didn't even talk no. about what the reward is. But I was thinking we about that. Applied it mm-hmm. that thriving beauty, one you know, like all of these contentment, the things peace. that Christ wants for mm-hmm. us. Ah, oh, yeah. There's so much in this verse. I'm so excited. So this month, Vera is actually doing the interview. I am. uh, My podcast room was being redone. And so Vera is your host of Dwell Differently for the rest of the month. And you're going to love it. I already got to listen to some of it. It's so good. Oh, yes. We we brought on um, Sadie Robertson-Huff to talk about confidence. A little, a little snippet. She talks about this verse in every book she writes and about every single um message that she shares because she it's so uh pivotal for her and her testimony so i can't wait for you guys to to join us yeah so tune in next week and you'll get to hear vera interview sadie robertson huff and uh we just love you guys thanks for joining us if you like this show and you listen to it will you leave us a review because people tell us we should do that (laughs) 
<laughs> so more people uh, can find our show and listen and be encouraged. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for joining me again today, Vera. I love you so much. Love you more. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.